Hey guys, something real quick before we get started on our session. We got an announcement to make. We have ourselves a coffee page called Coffee Negative Zero, and that is ko-fi.com negative zero. There you can have us up to date with some of our posts that we go on, some of the, our donations, things that we're trying to hope for. If you want to support the show, one of the things we got going on right now is hopefully to give Cal Elm some better dye. So once again, we have ourselves a coffee page. That's coffee as in ko-fi.com. Negative zero is what you can look for. And you see us there. And now on with the session. Welcome back, everyone, to the realm of Dama. This is your Dungeon Master, Hero Darkness, joined by Rich Numbers. That's right. Lone Penguin. Hey, how you doing? It's your boy, Callum. And Blue Blader. As Maylee. Last session. What a roleplay session for your, for your, for everyone. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly think that we were going somewhere, but then we got to a point like we we're like, you know what? Uh, we're not doing this. We're going to come up with our own idea. <laughs> the so what he's referencing for those joining for the first time is he, they found a secret passage that led up not uh, not really a secret passage but they found a passage that led up to the second level in Alice's office and then they found a secret passage on the second level that led into this whole network of tunnels and they were following that and they came to a, a intersection using loosely where it's this big circular room where there was a total of seven doors and that was including the one that they came out of and they were just like we don't have time for this yep exactly and the library has mentioned that they are innocent at the moment and have enlisted them in help finding the assailant on who attempted the assassination on alice at the moment she is currently stable in the infirmary and Callum and one of the dwarvish guards had the idea of, hey, let's um, keep the appearance that everything's all right with Alice to try not to alert the assailant, make the assailant think that they failed. And well, so Callum's like, hey, let me disguise myself as Alice. And they're like, okay. And just so happens that Alice makes her way to the elemental area around this time of day. And so Bright, and Callum are staying behind in Alice's library to give May and the guards time to set up in the library at the elemental section so that way Bright can guide and can act as guards and the guards are there to keep watch to see if anyone is going to do any form of attempt uh, assassination onto Callum. And so we are going to start because we ended with them kind of splitting ways. And so we're going to start with Kal-Elm and Bright. As your characters are kind of just there in the office. And it's you guys could have about 30 minutes before the time for you guys to head out that direction. Right. The time has come. I just want to smoke us out. You know, I hope it does too. You know, it would be a shame if, oh, I don't know, I became a corpse or something. Let's don't think like that. We're going to find the person who done this and bring them to justice. I just hope the library doesn't fall into chaos. Actually, hold on one moment. Hey, hey, um, dwarf, sir. Dwarf's on. Where, where's the dwarf? Where's where's Mr. Dwarf? Other ways. It's just me and you right now. 
Man, I mm, I could have at least gotten my liar back for this. Ooh, why I order? She what? doesn't huh? carry a liar. That would have been out I know, of place. I know. I could hide it under the dress in case. No, in that's, case I need no. to play a little ditty. That's going to show way too much. Fine, then I'll be wearing my flute underneath the garter belt. Jeez. As long as it's not obvious, be okay. I'm, I'm sure it will be okay. I'm going to pull this off. Jeez. All right. So what I'm going to do... When you're ready, I will cast... Well, actually, I'll probably just cast a spell now. Bibbidi-bobbidi. Shibbidi-dobbidi. I want to be the headmasteress. Obligobbly. I don't think those are even magical words. I don't know what you're talking about, dear. This so, is going to fail so miserably. As he said that, you... Bright, you just watched Kal-Elm transform into Alice. And it kind of gives you a weird uncanny feeling of how closely Kal-El managed to get uh, to look like Alice. You're kind of taken aback for just a moment as you're like, this isn't going to work. Wait, hold on, I got this. I'm going to minor illusion like some sparkles and a little bit of God rays. <laughs> so he thinks that it's like actually her. <laughs> Brett, what are you looking at? We are so dead. <laughs> I'm gonna like put my hand like Why gently did on I like agree to this. <laughs> on Bright's shoulder. And it's like, do not worry, Bright. I will make sure that this mission goes off safely. We will all return home. We will find out who did this to your master. Don't you worry. I mean me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm assuming Bright, you're gonna be in the lead or kind of walking side by side with. Callum, Alice now towards the elemental section? Yes. So, to, the time it takes for you guys to get to the elemental section is going to take you about 15 minutes to get there from the office. And that's with using some of the shortcuts and things like that in the library to get there and not take the long way, which would have taken you about 45 minutes. Fortunately, Bright knows all the ways to get there in shorter time. <laughs> Excellent. God. Can't can't be um can't be almost timing out of the spell <laughs> by the time we get there. I'm just like looking at the clock. Ding 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 ding. Hmm. Such so, a lovely section of the library. You guys proceed to uh, make it towards the elemental section of the library, and so the elemental section of the library, as you approach, you see various uh, statues and figurines of the various different types of elementals that have been seen and such in the world. And so you see the various earth and fire and L and water. And you see some crazy ones that you, Kellum, you've never thought was even possible of seeing, such as a lightning elemental, which kind of take you off by surprise because in a, in a sense, picture this uh, lightning elemental. He's holding a bolt of lightning, like how Zeus would be holding it, as you're going on by. I'd like to think in another lane of the multiverse, I was born a lightning, Janassi. Because that is just too cool not to have happened. Yeah. I'm sorry, what were we doing? <laughs> <laughs> you were going to help me look more into elementals, Alice. Oh, yes, I was. I was going to help you, Mom, with your elemental studies. You've 
You've always been such so interested in elemental creatures, dear Bright, and their matter. Hmm. So as you guys proceed to walk into the uh, door, into the elemental section of the library, you, Bright, you're already familiar with this, but for you, Callum, this is kind of new, you kind of see when you first walk into the door, immediately when you walk in, you see two bookshelves, one on the left and one on the right, and it's just kind of like five, six, six uh, shelves high, and you have to see like ladders that have to be used, and you kind of see... As you look down to your immediate left and right, there's more bookshelves of similar height as well, just along the walls. And you see various people just stepping up on the ladders, grabbing books. You see some wizards are kind of lazy using telekinesis to grab a book and pull it towards them and stuff like that. And as you proceed to continue to walk forward into more of the open area of the library, kind of like a small study section, you kind of see there's four tables there and then continuing on straight there's other um bookshelves of the same height and then from the open area you see that there is a spiral staircase on the right side leading up in towards the second story balcony area as well of this and also you can tell as you're looking at that spiral staircase that it does lead down as well so may where's your character at in doing at this point in time as Calum and Bright are walking in. Oh, he's then turned it into like a guard uniform. Okay. Wait, no, you don't. You don't have to do that. You could just like hang around the library, just like pretend to be another one of the students. Or well, wasn't that part of the plan? Like I was supposed to disguise myself as a guard. Yeah, but I completely forgot about the disadvantages <laughs> you get. This was your. This was your plan, sir. Dress in guard like oh god, dress in guard like clothing, but not the plates. Yeah, let's go with that. Hmm? It was more the plan you got dressed as if you were monk guard. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Monk guard. Yes, so the coolest of the guard. You are wearing um the uniform that barbarians and monks wear since they don't have to wear any sort of armor anyways. And so you just have like a robe or a shirt like thing on that you're wearing signifying that you are part of the uh, library and guard. So as you guys approach, um, Bright, you were able to notice where the other guards that have been with you at this time are kind of walking, acting as if they're patrolling by the bookshelves or some of them are looking at books at this time, acting as if they're off duty as they're trying to keep a careful watch out on things. And so as this is all going on... Quickly now, burn down the library. We'll kill this assassin the cool way. We're not burning down the library. We'll bring the building down on top of him. While he's still here. We'll never see and it coming. And all probably be executed and tried for murder and other stuff. Murder! So uh, I wonder where's the dwarf and the other guys they're they're just kind of there and about just moving around um kind of do patrolling kind of mix between the first and the bal- uh, the, the main floor and the balcony of the uh of the elemental section and as you walk into the center of the room you can tell that when you look up it expands what seems like two three stories like there's a third and fourth level in this elemental section uh, both for uh, for mostly Calum, and so you can 
I can imagine that you're kind of looking over at Bright, trying not to show like bewilderment. Like they weren't joking about this being massive. Look at him, like, yes, very, very elegant. Yo, did you see that? That dude used telekinesis. That's so cool. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so beautiful. Mm. I, 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 I think to myself, like, I hope, I hope, I, I hope that uh, the uh, assassin is gullible enough to fall for this. I just think that to myself. So, which direction, Callum, are you going to go? Mm. Let's see. I'm going to like, like, lean over to Bright. Bright, where is your preferred study area in this section of the library? I'm just gonna casually walk to that location, trying not to seem as if I'm too out of place. Okay, so are you heading towards the stairs, heading um, to the right or to the left? We're gonna go sort of, it's gonna be more towards sort of the, or the balconies, so it's gonna be at sort of off towards that area. So as you're making your way there towards the balcony, you hear this slight hitting the ground and then and suddenly both bright and uh callum's vision is like reduced down like you're in this cloud of smoke all of a sudden wait so it's a cloud of smoke Mm-hmm. bro i got the move for this so oh as my. you're preparing to do that you suddenly feel someone tackling your body Oh, my body! So you need oh, to make body. an opposed athletics check. Bruh. <laughs> Joke's on you. I'm proficient in athletics. I still hey. only got a one. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm proficient in athletics, he says. Ah! Uh. So I'm down. You're ready to like Man, down. To, you're you're ready so you're about ready to raise your hands and like remove all this uh smoke out of the way and all of a sudden you just feel yourself getting tackled and you get grappled and next thing you know you f- you hear like a and you can feel like you sense arcane energy around you and next thing you know you go boom, through this like portal type thing and then boom you're somewhere else and you see another hooded figure and you see this spell being cast and a flash of light takes place and Callum is gone well bum 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 well apparently I didn't hear anything so I don't know anything congratulations team we've played ourselves (laughs) we have played ourselves suddenly the other guards come rushing by you see the dwarfs and the and the half elf just like okay okay now okay now i'm alerted how did we miss this bright what happened what happened isn't it quite obvious alice got kidnapped but how all i know is smoke happened the spell was cast and she's gone. The guard captain that's been with you, the half-elf, gets like, no, this is now bigger. Something else is at play here. Well, now we have to go rescue uh, our friend uh, Cal, 
tell them, for they recognize that's not Alice. Yeah. But that was a pretty good illusion. I was taken aback myself. I thought that was the real thing. Tell them getting praised and not being there to receive it. Truly, this is my worst hour. I'm questioning, question, like, is that how Alice really acts? Dang. Act? No. Whooped? Yes. Now, that part has a lot more acting. He's better acting skills to pull off Alice. Well, as you can see, I can't see looks. The question yeah. is, what magic was used? It's too late to figure that out. But just to vanish like that, something's... Well, well strangely, I, I can't hear anything from us, though. It's doing one good spell. We gotta figure out now how to get that person back. But let's not talk about this in the open with unwanted ears. So, as you guys... Hey, as you guys were Wait. talking... Wouldn't they have just, like, the people around this section of the library just see me get... <laughs> yeah, it was, kind of, it was kind of a it big... Yoinked. It was kind of a big scene that, that happened. And so, the guard... The half-elf, she's trying to, like, calm herself because it's just like... You know, we, we set the trap, but no, we were trapped. <laughs> So my question is, is it just the half-elf god that came up, or what about the um, dwarf and or the half-link? They, they also uh, came up as well, and we're looking around. The half-link, there, there, uh, there is a wizard in the library that came up and just kind of like disperses the uh, cloud of smoke. And as he does that, notices there's a, oddly, a piece of paper on the ground. Um... I found this. I'll take the piece of paper and open it to eat it. We have taken your friend. We know that you are imposing. If you wish to find your friend, we are located between the hells and the abyss. All right. Seems like that's the end of the session. Thanks for coming out, you guys. It's been great to have you. Campaign is um, going to be on a temporary hiatus until um, the main party manages to find their way to the Nine Hells. So in the meantime, you can watch our spinoff series. It's going to be about um, a couple of raccoons driving race cars. I called thought we'd be the blacksmith. Yeah, yeah. No, we're just now going to have Enjoy. Crash Bandicoot. All right, we got the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, at that time, yeah. as uh, you're. Reading through that, you hear the door kind of just bangs open. And as you see walks in, you see an entourage of mostly dwarves walking in. And I don't you... know a perception check to see if I notice them being part of the... If I can recognize if they're part of the falcon, falcon or not. Okay, go ahead. That is going to be a 17. As... You walk in, you can tell that these dwarves, these are the dwarves that are part of the healing group. And you recognize one of them right away as one of the lead clerics of of the healing branch of the library. Alright, so these aren't... Got it. Better. Good. And accompanying with them are also a few more dwarven guards as well. And 
the lead one walks up. We wish to speak with the three of you. Well, the two of you and the guards in private, please. Uh, Okay. All right. I think we should probably follow them. And yeah, I think it's a good idea. And so you guys proceed to follow. And you guys go up a set of stairs. And as you reach the top of the staircase onto the second floor, you proceed to go left. And then you see the one of the Dwarven guards. He opens up a little secret area. And it opens up. You guys walk in. Two stay out. The rest goes in. And this is about a party of five dwarves. So two dwarves guards stay outside of the area while the other uh ones come in with the head cleric with his uh with one of his apprentices into what is a secret room well naturally well i bright you may want to take a seat for this one i'm not sure how to put this my character will not gonna sit down i was just gonna say standing I've been hearing talks from members of the council and they're thinking of removing Alice as head librarian during this time. They finally caught wind that she is in critical condition. I have done everything I possibly can to stabilize her. And at the moment she is stabilized, but unfortunately there is some form of poison that is going through. Something that we somehow missed through our initial uh, procedures and checks. And one of the members I'm of the councils that I'm terrified of, uh, Fuili, he, having heard of what's happened in Sleece, is campaigning to become head librarian at this time. And one of his promises is to ban from the library anyone that has some form of hellish or abyssal ancestry in them. And so that would mean all tieflings would no longer be welcomed here. Of course. Mm. That's kind of a coincidence when you think about it when it comes down to this situation. So I feel like this has been a uh, how to put it conspiring? I feel like we're stuck in the middle of a conspiracy. So, obviously I can't give you my apprentice here. I need him to stay by me. But I can give you one of my best clerics around. And I trust him with my life. He's helped me out through so many things. And he's proven himself to be a pretty good fighter as well. But he's probably one of the best clerics you can have at this moment. Especially if it comes to finding things. Because he knows this library very well. That's good in here. We'll oh. let him tag along for the time being. Meanwhile, the other mountain dwarf use you get the uneasy sense from him. You kind of see him fold his arms over. I don't trust him at all. I don't trust anyone that's just now coming into this. I don't trust it in the bit. Thank you for saying about you. By the way, what was that thing that you stole from me? Have you not figured it out yet? You're pretty lousy. Actually, no. I actually have, and I want it back. 
fine. I guess you can have it back. Here you go. Thank you. Also, one other thing. Uh, 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 I pretty much just bonk him on the head. Just know that I'm angry with him. So, as I, as, I, as, I, as I was saying, this is one of the best clerics here. And this is Bondor. Von Deer, sorry. Go ahead. I'll let you do this. So, like, this very old dwarf, like, kind of like Mosey's on in from the back, holding like a little teacup in his hand. You can see that he's like completely bald on the top of his head, but he has like his sideburns and his mustache and his goatee have all merged together into this long snowfall of beard that's like braided at the bottom. Kind of like hangs over his like chainmail. Just like walks out. Hello. It is good to see you and be joining you for the time being of your journey. I am Vander Hinderheim. I've been here at the library ever since I retired from adventuring and blacksmithing. Yes. Would you care for some tea? No. Oh, not the, well, okay, the, 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 the half elf just like, I'll gladly take some tea. I have yeah, some matters to put in my hand. Yeah, have some tea. Thank and you, you too, miss. You also have some tea. Lovely. Now, how can I help you? The guard captain gives you the uh, note. Kenda just takes it out of right hands and just hands it to you. This is uh, kind of what we uh, have come across just recently. Yeah, I don't understand the riddle. I don't know if it's referring to anything in particular. My initial thoughts was more of the place and library between those two locations. That would be my best. That's my first thought, is when the library, the only locate there could be a location between the abyss and the nine hells, and that's where we gotta go. But I also don't want to go walking right into a trap. Well, we don't technically have trap experts, so... I wasn't referring to that. If they know we're coming, they can easily ambush us. And we could most likely end up like our friend. Yes, what happened to your friend, by the way? Well, that's not obvious. I need to know basis. All you need to know is the friend got kidnapped. Well, ah. Actually, that's pretty much it. Oh. Well, that's no good. We'll have to find your friend quickly, then. And, cool, um, head clerk. Yes. What type of... You don't know the type of poison spreading through Alice? Correct. It's something that we haven't encountered before. So just gathering herbs and that won't be the best idea to try to find the cure. Correct. It is, it is in our best interest to try to find another way to do this. But uh, we're not... We tried casting uh, other spells and so far nothing available. We believe it's within the medicine, but we don't... Uh, since we don't have a sample of the poison, we have no way of being able to detect what type of poison because it displays multiple symptoms of various other poisons. It's quite... Dazzling, really. Then I guess on our way to find my friend 
We'll look for the poison so you can create an antidote. Oh, yeah. Maybe you can find the assailant and maybe they have the poison on them and you can give it to us and that will save everything. But I feel like time is short for all of us here. Um, If the yeah. council proceeds to move ahead with voting on that, I'm sorry, Bright, but you're, you're going to be on borrowed time. Wait, right? how about you just run for it? Unfortunately, since I'm part of the healing uh, branch, they don't like healers. And, well, the dwarves here don't like it when dwarves race against each other I, for Head Librarian. It I, I creates said, I a said lot Bright. Of Bright, would, Bright is not on council. Bright cannot oh, do anything. There's a lot more to it, but I feel like the council's being too hasty with this decision. Yeah. I'm like the last time I read books about this, it took them years to get a new head librarian. Yes, yes and it just is by very flip strange. of a coin, the new head librarian is elected the exact same day. No, no, not, 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 not elected. They are now campaigning and running. The, but I feel like things are going to be moving too fast at the motor. You, you know how us stores can be. We hate elves, especially half elves. Um, but I will. Send out my spies in my network and keep a close eye on, keep my ear to the ground on what has happening here. And hopefully we can uncover this mystery. It's a lot bigger now. And we'll be on our way to find my friend. And the poison. Maybe finding your friend first should be our first priority, not worry so much about the poison. Well, like I mentioned before. When we find the people, we can find the poison. Mm, yes, good point, good point. But that's just a chance. If not, we could work on having them talk about it and give us what they put in the poison. We don't but, have to kill the people, we can capture them too. Because the life is better than dead. But if they decide to refuse to give us it, then what? Do There's not worry. people in this library that can make people talk. Yes, like me. I've learned the art of making people talk over a nice warm pot of tea. My character then proceeds to sort of leave the room. But, uh, I go as well. But I like to tell Bright one thing that pretty much just, that I just realized. Uh, when we were talking about the plan, wasn't it just us and those guys only in the room when we were talking about the plan yes indeed the only people who knew about the plan was us and the few gods there there was a mole apparently inside that circle indeed meaning one of the guards we cannot trust what are you two talking about nothing if Just you have something stuff. to share share it to everyone Girl really stuff, I would like in. <laughs> I don't think you want to listen to girls talk. Hello? Your face might turn a little red. Hello? You forget? Well, I'm a girl well, too. We're, uh, well, we're well, well, we're done anyways. <sighs> Can't believe you want to let me in on girl talk. I then proceed to leave the room. So as you proceed to leave the room, um, you accidentally bump into someone. But it wasn't like, oh, sorry, I didn't see you. It was, you can kind of tell this is more of an intentional bump. So they bumped into me. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did I bump into? Uh, sorry, sorry. Um, um, well, it seems like you guys 
are missing a friend, it looks like. Um, I dare not say it aloud. So here's this note, because I feel like you're probably the best one to give this to. And then proceeds to walk away after giving you the note. I then open that note and read it. I did an arcane check for detect magic in that. And I was able to sense there was a dimension door that was used and then a teleportation, teleportation circle. It was very light, lightly drawn here in the second, uh, on the balcony. But it was there nonetheless in order for him to use it to get out. Don't know where your friend went to. Hope you can find him safe. And I'll just put that note on pocket with all the other notes. <laughs> oh, well, you're quite, have... you have many notes, don't you? Well, that's what you do when you start. You take notes about important things. It mm. is good to keep notes. The mind is more forgetful. Give it credit. Mm. I see, I see. Okay. So, all we know, based on the note, was that the friend is somewhere between the hells and the abyss. That is quite a big section to be searching for. Well, let's go find a map, or does our new friend here have the library memorized? I can take and can draw us the hells and the abyss to help us hopefully pinpoint the location. Wait, would I have the library memorized? Yes, you would. So. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I remember the library like the back of my thumb. I'll help you find what you're looking for. Then lead the way. Follow me. So he's just gonna like waddle out in front of you. Like kind of old and you know, wearing this heavy armor. Then he'll just lead you. So as you're following Von Deer here, you guys go from basically what was kind of like the main floor, second, first main floor, kind of in that area. He proceeds to guide you as you guys begin making your way down what feels like towards the basement. And as you proceed to go down the stairs in that, you notice that the dwarves that are with you begin to feel a little more at ease with their surroundings. Oh yes, this is, this feels, this feels right. Feels like I'm in mountain now. Now, Bright, you obviously know that the library's out kind of in the plains area, so there's no mountain to be in, but you can kind of get the sense of why he would be saying that. And so as you guys proceed to descend down into the lower levels, you get this dwarven archetype type feel going on. As if the dwarves here have spent many lifetimes building this part of the library. Though it may hold some terrible dark secrets, but it only feels fitting that dwarves worked on that because they've been known to dig down too deep and uncover beasts that should have been left uncovered that have challenged many uh century uh many civilizations dwarven civilizations in the past and has been the cause of ruins of some of them in the history have i told you about the time that one city unearthed the tarask mm. crazy times no, I have not heard that story. Where was this are you? Where are you? About now, too? I've lived a long time. I have a lot of stories to tell. Like I tell you, this one time, I was visiting the city of Deep Ender. And there, they were digging for gold. Found a Tarask and said, 
I barely got out of there with my sideburns. <laughs> what an adventure that was. Okay. I think I may have heard that story somewhere during my time here. Deep hinder. Hmm. Oh, yes. Terrible battle. Lot of flames. But a lot of carnage, too. Oh, okay. yes. So you guys proceed to continue down, and then you come across an intersection where you reach this platform, essentially, and there are three other doors. One straight ahead, one to your left, and one to your right. And as you look at the way to go, you see that one says, Welcome to the Hells. Another says, Dive deeper if you dare. And the other one, Here is the staircase towards the light. Uh, what did I note say? I'm going to perception check now to see if I notice something between the Die Deeper and Welcome to the Hells. Wait, would that be intelligence? I'm on perception to see if I notice anything. Oh, okay. That's going to be a 23. As you take a look around, you notice in particular with this platform, because with this platform there's also four uh, torches that are on the walls mounted. You notice that one of them isn't perfectly aligned like the other ones are. This I walk up and sort of pull that torch as if it's going to be a lover. So as you pull the torch, you kind of hear this as the floor right in front of you by the wall moves back and then begins to go down and hear the of what what here's like what seems like staircase staircases being formed and as you take a look in there you see pitch black could could that be the path that is definitely the path now is that a pitch black even with my night vision Yes, you would not be able your dark vision, night vision, it is pitch black. The only light that you're able to that you are able to have is from the four candles of this landing. Alright then. Wait, hold on. I think I got no way. Never mind, that become tiresome. I was thinking about using my spell produced flame, but I just realized I I don't probably have to call cast that constantly. I'm then gonna cast or take the torch. Look at the other guys with us. Look at the new cleric. Sort of mentioned this is where we're going to part ways and be usly traveling down in there alone. Are you sure you want to go that way alone? Well, it's going to be me, you, and the monk. No, good. I will see to it that we all return safely. Farewell, other gods. Stay safe until we return. So, as you mentioned that you're going to go down, just three of you, you notice that the other one... Wait, so you're telling me that you don't want me along? Okay, I see. You don't trust us. It is now, not worth the risk. No, no, no. Maybe it's better to send them down, and what we can do, we can stand guard here. Just in case they're trailing us. I think Bright's onto something. Okay, fine, fine, if you insist, we'll, we'll follow Bright's plan. Though my plan was best plan. And with that, she just sort of grabs the torch and sort of starts walking down. And I followed second. 
I follow, bringing up the rear. Alright, so you guys proceed to go down and descend on these stairs, and you follow for some time. With... So it wasn't for that more than the guards, that she may have allowed them to come with them. But since there was an ambush, and a lot of people knew about that plan was the guards, now they're coming with them. The dwarf was right, she didn't trust them. That no trust no one came in handy. No, that's all me speaking out of character. Yeah, okay. Do you trust me? Eh? 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 Trust no one. Eh? And our character perspective? No, not really. She's not been you along since the healing person wanted wanted you to tag along. It is going to be more suspicious. Yeah, I'll just dump you off too, though. With the healing people, I can give you the stuff and you can find your way back to the person with the poison. If they run I, into it. I would have fought you softly tooth and nail. Like, softly fought you tooth and nail. And like, you're not going without me. Besides having a healer, it would be also a good option to have with fighting. So you guys proceed to continue down the staircase for a while. And as you continue walking in this dark path, Bright, you're the one in re lead, correct? Yes. Full perception? No. Your foot steps on a stone. And as it steps, you feel it sink in just a moment, for just a brief second. And then suddenly you see these lights light up. And then you see these four suits of armor kind of go shink, shink, and begin marching towards you guys to begin combat with you. Alright, since I can see, she's dropping the torch and pulling on a bow to shoot them. Wait, do you even have your bow? Did they not give us back our weapons? I would say, if I forgot to mention it, I would say when they said that you guys were innocent, yes. So wait a minute. I had my liar the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I was about to throw hands for nothing. <laughs> so it would have been, like, so been out of character for uh, Alice with a liar. Why I oughta? <laughs> and my character would have agreed to that. No, no liar. So, when you see the... You can tell that this uh, hallway is about two abreast, comfortably, three is pushing it. And so you see these armor suits just making their way towards you guys. Alright, so like I said, I drop down, I draw my bow as my bonus action. I'm going to throw a hunter's mark onto the closest one. Okay. And I'm going to shoot at that one. Okay, go ahead and make your attack roll. That is a 26 to hit. That hits. Dealing 5 damage. Okay, plus your hunter's mark. Plus my hunter's mark, that's what, I, what I'm getting to. Okay, that's another 3 damage, a total of 8 damage. Okay, perfect. I just, I just, I just I forgot to roll initiative. No, we haven't rolled initiative just yet. Basically oh. what happens, you see the... And you see the, the armor go... They're marching towards you. And then Bryce just like, hold my beer. Dwarf's sword pulls out bow and just shoots. And then the arrow just flies by. 
hitting, piercing the armor, and then you just watch the Hunter Smart go onto it and that. And now, we can all roll initiative. Okay, well, I already rolled. Roll again. Oh, you want me to roll again? Yep. 22. 23. That's a 7. You ruined the groove, man. I'm sorry, sir. You fought again for this groove. But I can't help it. I'm just built different. Alright, so how the combat is going to go is going to be May, Bright, and then Bondir, and then these four armor guys. Oh, they got low initiative. They yeah. rolled lower than B. Nani. Yeah, they had a four, a two, and a one. One got a net one. Yep. Yep. So I believe I go first. Yes. Question: How far away are they from us? So they've been marching during this time, so I would say they're around, like, 40 feet from you guys now. Uh, how away are they from each other? Well, so the way they're marching, they're... So they're marching two by two. Uh, so from the first row to the second row, that's 10 feet. And then from each other, you're talking maybe five feet. Like I said, you can walk two abreast comfortably, so... Oh, I got a perfect spell. Okay. I cast Ice Knife. Um, uh, you create a sharp ice and, like, an ice knife and fling it at one creature within range. Make a ranged spell against the target on a hit. The target takes uh, 10 piercing damage. Hit or a miss. The shards explode and... Tar- target like the target at each creature within five feet must succeed a dex saves throw uh 2d6 cold damage so if i hit hit or miss that's gonna make a dex slow yes. dex save okay go ahead and oh wait no well dang it R- roll, roll <laughs> for your attack <laughs> yeah you rolled the wrong dice Yep. Oh yeah, that's good. I meant to roll that one. Okay, that uh, that hits. Now, are you, which one are you aiming at? Are you aiming at the one that uh, Bright targeted, or the other one? Uh, yeah, the one Bright targeted. Okay. Go ahead and tell me the piercing damage. Okay. Four. <laughs> Okay. Now he's got a deck saving throw. Yeah, The first one made a 16. And the second one made a nat 1. 16 and a nat 1. Yep. Uh, I'm having trouble to see if they pass because I'm trying to find, like... It would have been... 8 plus proficient bonus plus the oh, spell modify, whatever that is. Whatever you use, whatever your spell modify there, is. There's the hit slash uh, DC. That should uh, tell you. Yeah, that would be a 4. I mean, 14. 14? Okay, so one passes and one fails. 
Yeah, so that roll for ice damage, which is 2d6, 11. Okay, and the one that passed that is half down to 6. You, you, you see May just kind of go, kind of senses it, throws the, uh, the ice knife in, you, you see the shink, and then the burst of like frost arcane just going across the uh, two knights, and you see the one that took the ice just kind of like <clears throat> marches through it, while the other one just kind of like stumbles a bit, and they continue their advance towards you guys. So now we're on to Bright's turn. Uh, once again, I'm going to shoot my bow at the one I targeted before. Okay. That is a 11. Yeah, that's a miss. Alright. Right now we are on to Bondir turn. Alright, so it's my go. I have an ability called Blessing of the Forge, which allows me to imbue a weapon or armor by touching it. And if it's a non-magical version, I give it a magical property of plus, like a bonus one to either AC or attack and damage rolls. Okay. And it lasts until, like, um, I take a long rest. So since, like, um, Bright dropped down in front of me, how far is Bright from me at this moment in time? I would say minimum... Ten feet? I say less. I'll move up ten feet, and then I'll slap Bright's bow, putting the buff on it. So that gets a plus one to attack. And and damage. Yeah, yeah so it gets a plus one to attack rolls and a plus one to damage. Here you go. May this magic help you. May used ice knife on the suits of armor. Yes are they looking so the one on the left you can tell the armor is kind of looking a little bit beat up the other one seems just fine all right so if i were yeah so i'll use sacred flame on the really beat up suit wait no yeah on the really beat up suit of armor okay and that's a deck saving throw Yes, Dex 14. Go now. Light of the darkness. Sacred flame. So as you cast the sacred flame, you just kind of watch it go by. And the suit of armor just lazily sidesteps out of the way. Mm. I'm not as good as I used to. That will be the end of my turn. I said they were 40 feet from you guys. So, fortunately, for uh, <laughs> these next four turns, it's them just moving up towards everyone. So they've just 45, 40 feet, move 25 feet, making it where everyone's now 15, where everything's now 15 feet. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to use uh, Produce Flame. Okay. Uh, it, allow, it allows me to make a 
small fireball in my hand and it does uh, one uh, d8 fire damage and I can hurl it up to about uh, 30 feet. These guys are 15 feet away from me. They're close. Oh, and also I can only hit one target. Is it 20 hit? Yes, that hits. Uh, I'm hitting the one that we didn't... I did not hit the first time. You know, the one that only got caught in the explosion. Ah. <laughs> Dang, that was just... That, that, was a, that was probably a puny fireball. So, there you are. You go, like... You think you have this massive flame, like you feel like it's a massive flame in your hand, and then you toss it, it goes, Meep! and it hits the armor as you just can kind of sense that it did minimal damage. Face palming. Uh, 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 is he dead? Uh, I said, like, I said, like, with a smile on my face, like, not knowing. <laughs> I'm afraid not. Right, it's yeah. now Bright's turn. I'm gonna be attacking the one I've been attacking this entire time. Okay. That is a 16 to hit. You fire your bow and you watch the arrow just whizzes on by missing. Oh yeah, right, that's the end of my turn. They're also 15 feet away from you. Actually, no, that'll be a 17 to hit because the plus one. That still misses. Alright. Who's move? Your move. Oh! Von Deer. I was like, it is my move. I draw. <gasps> I drew tea leaf. Go now, tea leaf. Blind the. <laughs> <laughs> now, I conjure the power from deep within to summon. Mawfire. Go now, sacred flame. Burn it, suit of armor. Oh, well. There you go. It's, they failed the deck, say. <laughs> That's another night, Nat 20. Bruh. Whose armor is this? The, the, the sacred flame. You see kind of robotically just steps out of the way and just robotically moves back into place. And now it advances and it is going to advance onto right. And he is going. That's just creepy. The, the suit of armor is going to take and make its first attack and it rolls. And that is an eight on his first attack, so he just kind of misses. And it comes up and then goes again, misses again. And then it goes, and then the next suit of armor comes up. And this one attacks uh, Bright as well, rolling a uh, 21 to hit. That's a hit. Dealing a total of four damage on that first hit. So it's like kind of square in the chest and then the second attack 12 and so that's going to miss and so you kind of just 
step out of the way with that one after being he's like so it comes in poof, hits you in the chest ugh, and then it comes up with the follow the follow-up attacking kind of just like regain footing for a second just enough to kind of like dip out of the way and then the third armor is going to come up and he's going to make his attack onto uh may that is a 19 to hit oh dang that does it <laughs> Dealing six damage with that attack. How? And then the next one, second attack is a 23. Gosh dang it. Dealing three damage. So it just kind of walks up menacingly and you just kind of go right into you, just getting body shots off of you. And then the final uh, uh, suit of armor is going to approach and it kind of just walks up menacingly towards Von Deer and makes their attack. First one's an eight, so just like easy Was dodge. Was one there behind me? Yes. No, he but moved I'm up. Just... He moved up besides you. Okay. And then the second attack is a nat twenty. Eleven damage. So then it takes the second one. It's just like you just feel the force impacting you across the face <laughs> dealing that 11 damage now we're up to May's turn okay so who's the weakest out of all of us in hell I'll have to look at the cleric yeah but he's the cleric he can't heal himself don't worry about that Wait, how much health did you guys have? I mean, I only lost four points of health, so I'm still looking good. I I lost nine points of health. You lost like eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fondir just got like almost Falcon, basically Falcon punched to the face with eleven damage. Okay. Well, I'm going to use my. Wait, can I use my bonus action before my action? Yes, uh, bonus action can be used at uh, any time. Good, because because uh, you can use like bonus action to cast like a, to cast like divine smite if you wanted to, and then make your attack. Uh, I'm going to. Well, I'm going and go like and go touch our cleric and cast uh, cure wounds. No, no, I'm fine. Don't, don't. Don't cure wounds me. I still got like 16 more health. Are you sure? Yeah, I also have plenty of healing. He's the cleric. He's a cleric for a reason. I'm a cleric. I don't just pray. I swing. A mace. Uh, I, have a, uh, I have a question, DM. Okay. If, if I were to use my bear piss, would that hurt me? If you'd use what? Like my bare knuckle fist. You're a monk. You've been trained in the ways of the fist, so you would know how to attack without injuring yourself against these things. Oh, in that case, uh, I'm going to use my core staff, uh, one hand style, to hit one, and then I'm going to use uh, flurry of blows to hit it again. Then I'm going to use my uh, bonus action to hit again with another, like, with my foot. Okay. So, core staff, uh, other arm, foot. 
Okay, go ahead and roll to see if you hit. Okay, that's a 15 on the first one. That is just a core staff. So that makes it a 21, so that hits? Yeah, 21. Yeah. Okay, that would be 7 damage. Okay. Then I use Flurry of Blows. That's an 8. Okay. So that doesn't hit. Was that an 8 to hit? Yes. Uh, the 8 misses. Okay, now my unarmed strike kick. Okay. 15. That misses. Okay, so one hit and two misses. Yep, so you go through and you take your uh, your quarterstaff, goes across, smacking it hard across the body, and then you try to go for your furry blows and kicks, and it just gets out of the way. And now we're on to Bright's turn. Now keep in mind, Bright, these guys are now within five yeah. feet. So I'm going to switch my longbow to my short sword and attack my short sword. Okay. That's in that one. No, that's actually 13 counts. That's, that's a miss regardless. That's not above my last roll, so that's a miss. Yep, that's a miss. So that's all my turn. Okay, so yeah, you, Bright, you like put away your uh, bow, you draw your sword, sh- and go... Whoosh, and the armor just kind of steps, just expertly just ducks out of the way of the strike. And now we're on to Vaughn. Well, we just have my character just miss because I'm not used to using a sword. You swing wildly. Vaughn Deer, it's your move. It's my move. I draw. Oh, brown voice. It's my move. I draw. I draw my warhammer. And I am going to swing. On the left suit of armor. Left suit of armor dies because. God! It's a crit! It's a 20! Oh my god! Nice! Woo woo! The dwarf begins to levitate in the air as he takes his weapon and swings out. Bro! Can't even! Let's roll this damage! 18. <laughs> what what does that get me, sir? You kill this one and you cleave into the next one. Was that ah! hitting the entire time? Or was that a different one? The one he's been the one that everyone's been targeting's been the one that you've been hitting. So you, the one I've been hitting just died. Yes. There's three then I'm more left. my hunter's mark to my the other one that's been attacked. Okay. Vondir, how do you, uh, you yeah, you, you take your hammer and you just go a whole, uh, Thor style yeah, with one I just, of them. <laughs> kind of like, dramatically yeah. bring it down on him. Like, you can't, you, I, then, I, I'm, I'm kind of picturing like a, what happens in Dark World where he takes the hammer at the very beginning of the movie and just knocks out that stone golem type thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that is the mo, that is the groove, that is the jewel. So, so you go up and you like poof, hit that one and you go poof, into the next one dealing the remaining damage to the next suit of armor alright now it's the suit of armor so the suit of armor that you just attacked is not happy with you Cal, uh, not Calo, uh, Bondir so he's going to make his attack against you and the first roll is a nat 2 the second roll is a 14 neither of those hit my AC is 18 
don't lie to me. I see your character sheet. The second attack hits. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? It? Looking at it right now. Your AC's 10. What? No! Oh, hold on. Okay, when I was looking at it, it was 10. It's 18. Okay. He's trying to kill your character. All this time! All this time! Yeah, no, no, because no. I noticed that my AC was low because I didn't have any armor on. I was like, oh my god. Oh. I was like, oh. why are my stats so low? Oh, and I was like, oh, my chainmail isn't equipped. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, so both, 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 both those attacks miss. The third one is going to make his attack onto May. Making oh. his first attack with a nap four. Second attack <laughs> is a 16. I, I just sidestep a lot. So you're just kind of dancing with this one. The final one is yeah. going to make its attack against Bright, making a 12 on its first attack, and then making a 15 on its second attack. 15 is the line. Okay, so the second attack hits, dealing a total of four damage to you. Woohoo! Now we're back to Mei Li's turn. So yeah, you like you duck out of the you like deflect or whatever, kind of parry the first attack and the second attack just kind of comes in like poof, hits you from the outside. All right, May, your move. What are you gonna do? Well, I guess this time I'm going to hit. Um, which one did I did the like small amount of fire damage on? Small amount of uh, fire damage is on the second one that was up there. Okay, I'm going to aim for him, and I'm going to use my corset two-handed this time, so I don't get, like, the unarmed strike. It's just going to be this attack. Okay, go ahead. Make your attack. Uh, 22. That hits. Six. Okay, so you take your quarter staff, holding it in with both hands, and you kind of take it and you just kind of twirl around and just with both hands hitting it outside its head. Does yeah. six damage. Right, it is your move. I'm going to do the idiotic thing. I'm actually going to move back so I can pull my bow, so I'm going to move about 25 feet back. Okay, so... So they swing, one gets a 19, dealing three damage to you. The other one swings, that's a 10. And the third one swings, two damage with the last one. So you got a total of uh, five damage. Okay. Yeah. Now since I'm no longer, I'll pull up my longbow and attack the one that... You have your hunter's mark on, yes. Yes. That is 18. That hits. That will be 10 damage plus my hunter's mark, which was 4 damage. I could use Hell's Rebuke when I got hit. I didn't think about that. And then my Colossus right. Lib, if I never close, it should be 1d8. You did a total of uh, 15 damage, 14 damage. 
Uh, that was 2d8. Um, I'll take the first one, so that's going to be another one damage. So you did so, it to 15? Yes, total 15. Okay, so you watch your Hunter's Mark kind of goes off and kills the first one, and then you kind of watch your arrows kind of just go hit the other uh, armor for cleavage damage, dealing the remaining damage. And so now you can move your Hunter's Mark to another uh, creature. I'm going to move it to one of the creatures that's been attacking melee. Okay. Bondir, your move. So how many suits of armor are left? Three? Three. Two. Oh, I killed one? You killed Two. one. <laughs> That's what I did, like, right. 18, 15 damage to it. Yeah. All right. Then the time has come for me to show these boys the business. Since they're, like, five feet away from me, I can hit them both with Word of Radiance. Uh, you forgot. Someone else is in that range. Yeah, You'll but I can fine. choose what creatures I can hit with it, so. Oh, so it's selective. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, Unless you're a ahead. demon or something, and you spontaneously burst into flames when you <laughs> I, hear my I word of radio. I'm not a demon. I am human. <laughs> Alright, so con saves for these suits of armor. 15. And 12. The 15 passes, the 12 does not. Okay. And the one with the 12 takes 5 points of damage. Okay, perfect. So you, your spell, your arcane magic kind of goes out and then just kind of hits them across, and you just watch the damage takes place. And one armor is looking pretty weak, and he's not happy with you, Vandor. So he's gonna make his attack against you and rolls a 13, and then makes a second attack and rolls a seven. Meanwhile, the other one is not having it with May, makes their attack, rolling a 22. You gotta be kidding me. Dealing six damage on the first attack, and then rolling a 13 on the second one. So you get a one good solid punch in the gut from the first guy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm not looking good. And now we're back to your turn, May. Give me healing. Well, I would say I'm in the single digits. <laughs> I can heal I, I, Like, I'm not... Like, I'm... Like, I, I'm... Say I'm two below double digits. Anyways, you're low. What are you going to do? Hmm. I was going... I, I was going probably... I use my ice knife, but um, I decide to this time I'm going to use a short sword. Okay. And I'm going to hit um, the suit armor that pretty much is weak. That um, dang, I forgot your name, but the one that the dwarf. Okay. Hey. Okay. Bandier. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna hit with my uh, sword. Then, hoping that that would knock him down. Then I'm gonna use my bonus action to 
uh, punch the other one. Okay. Go ahead. Nine. Beautiful miss. Well, time for my bonus action. You gotta be kidding me. Ten. You are in such a frenzy at the moment that you kind of swing your blade, miss, and go I- for a punch, and just straight up miss. Like, you were punching and swinging at air. They got me good. Right, it's your move. I'm gonna take my long bow and shoot another O. That is an 18 to hit again. That hits. That is 10 damage from my bow. Almost that spell should have ended by now, does it last? No one of us never did, I never will just see my concentration ended. So I'm gonna claim my hunt mark ended because of the amount of hits I took, I never did a constitution save on that. Yep. But that still leaves my Colossus for an extra two damage. As you fire the arrow and as you deal the damage in the uh, um, arcane of your colossal attack just kind of collapsed down this uh, armor, leaving it now to Vendir's move. Von Deer's move. Alright, I was like looking at my spell list and I was trying to decide what I wanted to do. So I'm gonna cast it. Yeah, you don't need spell to murder something. Well, I was trying to decide if I wanted to heal you or not. Eh, he doesn't need healing. Yeah, I think this is gonna come to right. If I get knocked out, oh, that's when y'all guys can heal me if I get, you know, death saving throws. Say less, I'm gonna swing at him again with my Warhammer. Oh, that's an 11. That's a shame. That's a complete miss. That armor is not liking what's going on, and so it's going to make its attack onto you, Vandor. First swing is a nat 1. Second swing is a 19. Dealing 5 damage. Up to this wrong character. Now, up to Mace turn. Alright. You know what? I just about had just about enough of this. So I. You yourself to suck? Uh, no. What? <laughs> what? What made you think I have that type of power? If I did, I, I would probably have done that a long time. I use all the suck. Time to make a new character. No, not. Oh. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like self destructive and then, like, I'm still okay. Kind of like how. This isn't um, Pokemon. Dang. <laughs> you blew up, you're dead. Same thing happens if you do it in Final Fantasy. <laughs> you kill the character. Gotta use a phoenix down and get him back. Well, I'm gonna use my uh, the same thing I did with my like I'm gonna use my short sword to uh, swing at it. Yep. Go ahead. Nineteen. That hits. Ha <laughs> Eight. Beautiful. Then I'm gonna use my unarmed strike. All right. Ah, uh, ten. 
you just punch air with that second attack. So your blade connects, dealing the damage, and then you try to do something cool, like spin around and go for a punch, and you just straight up miss. Right. My turn. Yeah. I guess I'll do the only thing my kid's good at, shooting the arrow. Okay, go ahead. That's a miss. Yeah, that 10's gonna miss. Alright, Vandor, your move. This time, I will bring down the hammer of justice. Are you ready? I will pray, I will raise my hammer once more to swing it at the opponent. And I roll uh, hammer swing. Hmm. Look at that. Seems that that's a hit. There are 13 misses. You mean that 13 lands perfectly? No. Lands perfectly in the air. Ah. Was that do? Hit the Evis Titan? Cool. Seems that I used up all my strength on that first swing. The armor is not happy with you, May, and decides to make a swing with a 13. <laughs> now I use uh, my, my reaction ability just for this moment. Uh, repo. Okay. And like, like, air, like air attack, this is like, yes, this is actually the first time someone actually has missed an attack on me. Well, not actually the first time, but first time in, I guess, this combat round that a person has missed an attack, but it allows me to attack the enemy and use all my, my superiority die to add to that attack. Okay. So I'm going to use my uh, sword. Okay. Oh, it's a nat 20. Okay. Finish him. That's what's going through my head right now. Uh, seven, but I also get to add my uh, security die, which okay. is, I believe, a d4. Yeah, it's a d4. If you roll a two or higher on this repose with that security die. Oh, it's a one. So it's an eight damage. He's still standing. So he goes for the move. And you read him like a book. You you can sense what's going on with him. And so you just go ahead, make your move, and just slash across and just like dealing the damage. But he's still got one more trick up his sleeve and makes a second swing at you. Dealing, uh, rolling an 18 to hit. Oh, that does hit. Dealing four damage. Uh, my, my character is like coughing up blood. <laughs> so as you do that beautiful repose in that, he then gets his second breath and then just turns around and just kind of takes the attack and just hits you square in the back, <laughs> creating the whole anime moment. Oh God! Yeah, that's all. Oh, sp- uh, <laughs> uh, spitting out of the mouth. Now it's your move, May. Wait, May. And May finish this monster. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. 
Dang, I totally forgot. I used recruits. Like, at the end of his turn, but now it's the beginning of my turn. I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And in that case, I'm going to strike my sword again. Okay, do it. Do it. 17. Miss. Now time for my unarmed strike. Oh, uh, that's a miss. It's yeah, 13. 13 misses. Ouch. Right. Time to Wait, shoot my did you just say a 17 missed? Yes. That's a 22 to hit. It's dead. Go ahead that's and explain it. how you uh, kill this creature. Trying to think with all the carnage and all those madness that's been happening. Seeing me coughing up blood. I, I, I guess my, I guess my guys are running up, using the poorly injured monk, sort of jumps off her back into the air above it, and just shoots the arrow straight through the head, sort of straight through the body, and lands right, right behind it. <laughs> Give me an acrobatics check just to see how awesome you pull that off. That's going to be a 23. You execute this so perfectly that the dwarf is just standing in awe at such beauty. Now you guys are out of combat. When it's over, have you ever thought about joining uh, the circus? Uh, we could probably do like a, no. a duo act. Oh. <laughs> I have my own personal goal I need to take care of. I remember a circus I saw while I was traveling. It was fun. Should we take a short little break right here or should we keep pressing forward? Mm. Well, I guess we pr- keep pressing forward. With hey, you coughing up blood? I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs> Please stand still. I will take care of everything. So I'm going to use Perv Healing. And it's a 10-minute cast time, but basically um, up to six creatures of my choice that I can see within range regain health points equal to 2d8 plus my spell caster modifier of juice. Okay. Of juice? Of juice. Get your juice. Healing juice. So as... um. And Deer is beginning his uh, prayers, uh, prayer of healing. You see him kind of kneel down Dark Souls style. And you start hearing him speaking Dwarvish to his deity. And spend the time praying to heal. And ask for forgiveness for the uh, violence that has ensued. Dwarven daddy. May this blood not be spilt. Well, actually, it's just suits of armor. Never mind, Dwarven daddy. <laughs> Congratulations. Like, this is going to get just a real fast. You get 10 HP back because... Ah! I rolled a 1. So we get 10 HP? Yeah. You and Blue. Congratulations. Cool. I mean May. Okay. Well, that's... The Monk. I heard you say May. All right. And after that prayer has ended in that, this is where we're going to end our session. Mount. Thank you everyone for joining in and listening for this week's podcast. Stay tuned and find out what happens next week. Thank you. Bye. 
All right, guys, we're going to try something new. Actually, we're going to do something new at the end of each session whenever we get these things, like doing these random shout-outs and that. So a couple of guys on uh, Twitter did a shout-out to me. Um, this is from at UndeadCommand52. He says, always be sure to communicate with your fellow players and Dungeon Master how you felt about the session at the end of each session. This will help improve gameplay and will help solidify party cohesion. I could not agree more. And may your roles be in your favor, and the unfavorable ones be memorable. I cannot agree any more on Dead Commander 52. And then the other one is from at CrossFiff. I hope I pronounced that correctly. It says, bring snacks, roll well, and when in doubt, kick the door and roll initiative. You know, my party hasn't kicked down a door yet, but I wouldn't put them past that to do that. And if you guys ever want to follow me on Twitter, you're more than welcome to there. I try to keep everyone up to date with the show and what's going on. And so my Twitter name is at the hero darkness. 